0: I'm ready to do it I can't be afraid now Put me on the stage now I'm ready to rage now I feel like an animal Stuck in a cage And I'm ready to break out
1: Howdy folks, Jamie in the house and happy new year and welcome to another episode of Mindset with Muscle. Now this episode is going to be a little bit different because I've just come off a power walk this Friday and I'm a little bit reflective because I was thinking about how long I've been doing my power walks for and when I started it and a lot of the time from what I can remember, I started them when I was getting ready to compete and I was always really motivated when I was competing. Obviously, I had a, a date to get in the shape of my life and it led me to think about the things I used to listen to. I used to listen to a, a lot of podcasts, but I also used to listen to a lot of motivational stuff too. And it used to really fire me up in the morning, I used to get my brain firing on all cylinders and I would, you know, smash the shit out of the day. So what I've decided to do is do a bit of a power walk playlist for you to have a listen to. Now, if you want to get the most out of this podcast, what I would say is tomorrow morning, get up early, get this podcast on and just listen while you walk when it's cold and it's dark make sure of course that you're wrapping up warm and just get your head into what this is saying get your head into your own life and start reflecting on the things that you want to achieve this year and i guarantee by the time that you finish your walk by the time that you've listened to this you will be fired up and motivated to kick the shit out of 2020 so it's about half an hour long and I want you to really listen, absorb, and enjoy.
2: I didn't have no motivation to do it. Zero motivation to do anything. Zero motivation to have a shave, zero to brush your teeth, even have a shower, nothing. I can't tell you in words how I felt, how down I was. When you lose control of your own mind, you're in a bad place. I just wanted to show the world that If mental health could bring somebody as big as me and as strong as me, and you know, the stereotype, heavyweight champion of the world, to my knees, then it could bring anybody to the knees. And I thought to myself, if I can show the world that you can come back from it, and to get back in shape and get back to the top, then anybody can do it. I knew something was wrong with me my whole life. Growing up as a child, I'd feel a loneliness even when I was with other people. I wasn't a confident character, what you see today. I was a very shy, reserved, skinny little, whippet kid. I was always told that I couldn't do stuff and and I'd never do anything, I'd never achieve anything, so that made me worse, basically. I've experienced the highest highs and the lowest lows in life. Something I'd worked for my whole life, and when I finally achieved it, it was like, oh, well, that was a lot of rubbish. I wasn't expecting now to feel like this like I said to you before, I just felt like a, an emptiness, a deep gaping hole of nothing. Darkness and grey clouds. Every day was grey. and I felt like I had nothing to look forward to. I was worthless. It was just a horrible, horrible feeling that people need to understand that many, many people are in the same boat. They don't have to be very successful sports athletes to feel like this. Anybody from day to day has the same feelings. What does it all mean? What does being a world champion really mean? But what I was trying to say was, what does it all really mean when I'm not well on the inside? I was in a position of power. I had glory, fame, achievements, money, a family, all earthly assets that one could want, but it meant nothing. So they couldn't understand why would this man feel like this? The repetitive thinking, the same stuff day in, day out, and it won't go away. And the more I'm trying to think, right, I want to be positive, negative, 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 negative. And everyone I was around was getting negative too because I was putting it on them. This went on for 18 months, on me battling my own self every day, drinking, abusing my body, eating rubbish, taking drugs. Everything I stood for didn't matter anymore. I'd never, ever experienced anything in my whole life, even though I had anxiety before. This was the king daddy of all anxiety attacks. This was, I was so sure I was gonna die, but nothing mattered, I didn't care. All I wanted was was atonement for my sins. I can't tell you in words how I felt, how down I was. When you lose control of your own mind, you're in a bad place, and it's a silent killer. It's almost like carbon monoxide poison. You can't smell it, you can't taste it, you can't feel it. But you can. The way I explain mental health is you bottle it up and bottle it up and bottle it up and then it just explodes, you can't, you can't bottle anymore, And that's when you're having your, your bad times. And I was drinking every day, something I'd never done in my life, to try and wash my uh, sorrows away. But it did it come to a stage where I oh, well that's one way of doing it, well I'm going heavier and heavier. I was gaining 380, 390, 400 pounds and I was very unhealthy. I didn't fit in anything I owned anymore, it wasn't me anymore, I had, I had two bodies. Turning point was, I went out Halloween dressed as a uh, skeleton in a fancy dress party. I went out about nine o'clock and I expected to stay out all night and get smashed. I had one drink. I looked around me and I thought, what am I doing? I'm I'm back normal again now, yeah? I'm back, like, thinking straight. Still drinking, but I'm thinking sensible again. And I called out to my wife, I said, Paris, here. She said, what? I said, tomorrow. I said, I start to turn my life around. I said, I promise you. I said, I'm going to do it. I'm definitely going to do it. that day, I got my tracksuit on in the morning and I was going to run two miles, I got about 200 yards and stopped and I thought right I can't can't run, I've run all my life, I've always been a very good runner and I got 200 yards and I was totally gone, I could feel my belly moving on, it wasn't like a fat like jelly, it was like solid brick, It it was a horrible feeling, I thought okay I'm going to walk the rest and I walked and every day I'd go out on the canal and I'd do a little run in my sweatsuit. And every day I'd get a little bit further until I was doing four or five mile again. And then I'd come back and I worked my way back and we worked repetitively, day in, day out, day in, day out. And at that time I was still sleeping with the light on. I couldn't sleep in the dark. You need to stimulate the mind. And I think training is a perfect way to do it. Working out, exercising. Whether you can do a lot or a little, you must do something. I give myself short term goals and long term goals. And I plan things more now. Where if, if I'm just not got anything on the horizon, I, I tend to wander and my mind goes, hey, well. But when I've got something planned and I've got things going and I want to do this, this, and this, even if it's, you don't, it doesn't have to be big things. It can be small, tiny goals that mean something to you as a person, as an individual. I'm very, very sure that working out and having a routine in your life is, is, is the answer for mental health problems. I want you to know that every day for two years was very gray and dark for me. But it will come back great again. You will have sunshine days again. Rose-colored days, warm by the sun.
3: Don't just Aspire to make a living. Aspire to make a difference. Anything you want good, you can have. So claim it. Work hard to get it. When you get it, reach back. Pull someone else up. Each one, teach one. Just because you're doing a lot more doesn't mean you're getting a lot more done. Don't confuse movement with progress.
4: You don't start because of what you don't have. You don't start because you don't realize yet that the fruit of everything good in life begins with a challenge there's nothing easy in life worthwhile in life everything is a pill that's worthwhile and, and, and it's not going to come to you and it's not going to fall in your lap and it's not going to be something that oh my gosh I, it just was so simple it's always going to be difficult
0: The only way you're ever going to get to the other side of this journey is you have got to suffer to grow to grow you must suffer most of this generation quits the second they get talked to you did this wrong you did this wrong or or they get yelled at it's so easy to to be great nowadays because everybody else is most people are, are weak this this is a softened generation so if you have any mental toughness any, any ability, you have any fraction of self-discipline. The ability to not want to do it, but still do it. People have a, a hard thing to understand. I hate to run. And, and, and what makes me so crazy, it doesn't even more, is people go, well, well, why do you run if you hate it? What are you talking about? I don't want to take showers and eat either. I hate that too. The, the whole, that's life, man. That, and, 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 It wasn't until I changed that mentality that I became somebody.
5: What do you do on the days when you're just not feeling it? Those days. (laughs) Those days when I'm tired or worn out or just basically sick of the grind. What do I do? on those days. I go anyways. I get it done even if I'm just going through the motions. I go through the motions. I don't really want to work out. I work out. I I really don't want to hammer on a project. I hammer on the project. Don't really want to get up and get out of bed. I get up and get out of bed.
0: But if you can get through to doing things that you hate to do, on the other side is greatness.
3: So have dreams, but have goals. Life goals, yearly goals, monthly goals, daily goals. And understand that to achieve these goals, you must apply discipline and consistency in order to achieve your goals you must apply discipline and consistency every day not just on Tuesday and miss a few days you have to work at it every day you have to plan every day you've heard the saying we don't plan to fail we fail to plan hard work works Working really hard is what successful people do.
5: Do not listen to that little voice. Instead, go through the motions. Lift the weights, sprint the hill, work on the project, get out of bed. As an overall rule, I do not like procrastination. You need to get things done.
4: Growth is the only guarantee that tomorrow is going to get better. The first question is very simple. What are you doing to develop yourself? 99% of people today are assuming just assuming that somehow they'll get better very sad folks very sad because let me tell you something about assumption assumption is a huge disappointment in life you show me a person that assumes and i'll show you a person that almost daily is disappointed
0: For me to fix this, I got to read what the hell is wrong with David Goggins. Not not blame anybody. Read my book and say, okay, I'm afraid of my shadow. How can I overcome that? Go in the military, get your ass kicked, do things you hate to do. Be uncomfortable every day of your life. Roger that. I'm not the smartest kid in the world. Okay. Instead of somebody saying, oh, no, you're smart. No, no, don't say that to yourself. I said to myself, no, I'm a dumb motherfucker. Okay, roger that. How you get smarter, educate yourself. So the things that we run from, we run from the truth. We're running from the truth, man. So the only way I became successful was going towards the truth. As painful and as brutal as it is, it changed me. It, it allowed me to become, in my own right, who I am today. Tighten up, people. It's okay. Trust me, it's okay. You might be called nigger one day, it's okay. You might be called some Jewish word or some faggot or gay word, it's okay. Let them call you that. What are you going to do now? They don't own your life. How are you going to control that now? How are you going to flip it upside down and say, Roger that, now I'm going to harness this shit and you'll read about me years from now. How, that's the question. How are you going to do that? Thicken your skin. Become more of a human being. Don't be afraid of the reflection in the mirror.
6: Anyone here going through adversity, going through something bad, how do you know it's bad? That question is huge. How do you know? And then reflect on how ignorant you are, you know? Because what is really like a life crisis, it's when things don't go according to your plan. How do you know what's best for you? And really reflect on how little you know about the world, the universe, like we know nothing. We're so stupid, so stupid. You have no idea and we're so quick to judge shit. As soon as something's like, oh, it's not going according to plan. Fuck, why is this happening? Stop judging it. How do you know? And then reflect back on all those things you thought were bad for you and how maybe in the long run they weren't. You don't know what's good for you or not. Stop judging it. And as soon as you stop judging it, shit gets way easier. Cause that's what holds us back. It's like, we think it's bad for us and then we resist it. And there's all the negative, like, why is this happening to self hate? If you're just like, fuck yeah, adversity. You don't know what's good for you or not. Stop judging. You're on this ride that is life. Like you're already on the fucking ride. Your seatbelt's fucking strapped in. You can resist it and judge every up and down or just go with the flow. You're here till you die, go with the flow of shit. You don't know what's good or not. Why not just embrace it all and just view it as contrast? You know, as you were asking with different emotions, that's what makes life interesting. It's the ups and downs. If things were going well the entire time, how boring would that be? You can think you know more than the universe or the universe has your back. Now, fuck should I know if the universe has my back? But guess what? Life's a lot easier if you adopt that belief. And that's how I view it. It's like, here's a new flavor. Here's a new face. Um, You could even view your life like a fucking movie. It's like, here's the next scene. You've exhausted that scene. You've reached that point where it's like, there's nothing to learn from that scene anymore. You won't expand from that phase of life. So here's something new. And it's always extremely uncomfortable because you're kind of shoved into the unknown. It's out of your comfort zone. Again, if you won't, Expand life will help you expand and if you go with the flow shits way easier Find the excitement that you are back to ground zero But in a new area so here you are in this new phase and you can resist trying to go back or let's see what else.
7: Life is very is very confusing, right? Uh, you know you look for you look for ways to think about life because it's such an unknown experience as far as what you should do, right? And it's, it's confusing, right, because, you know, I, I know what it feels like to think you're going to die before. I've been in a car accident before. I thought I would die. And uh, you look at your life and you think, you know, what did, what did I do with my life? And um, you know, is life about having as much fun as possible? Is life about contribution? Is life about experience? Is life about enlightenment? Is life about um, making the world a better place for others? There's nobody that can give you the answer. You know, people could hear this and be like, I have the answer! Me, right? But nobody nobody has the answer to that. There's there's no human on earth, I think, that, that has the answer to that. Um, you'll see guys that are all bought into like organized religions, like, it says it in the book! It's because people want to be told how to think, right? The world is so, such an ambiguous experience, it's hard to know what to think, and people will pay to be told what to think because it's just so trippy. (laughs) Life is so fucking trippy. I've always had something in me that wanted to accomplish something great and to be great. And just by great, I just mean my own version of great. You know, whatever is my personal potential and to relate on that level. And I think like with all this stuff, there's a lot of very harsh adjustments uh, that have to be made and a, and a a lot of like weak aspects of yourself that have to be burned away. burn it away through, through throwing yourself into the fire again and again, yet also through looking at the psychology behind it and, and teaching yourself, right? So then when you learn to relate to yourself, again, you have these like low self-image or bad self-talk. And you know, again, that's, a lot of that is just burning away the bullshit. Like guys are like, I can't stop having these limiting beliefs or I can't stop feeling bad about myself. It's like, you can. It's just, you have to slowly do it. You have, to, you have to slowly build it up. Positivity is a muscle that you slowly build up and uh, you build them up. You have to throw yourself into the fire at the next paradigm until you become the person who you wanna be. Then you stop pandering to yourself, which basically is bad inner game. Bad, bad inner game is ultimately pandering to yourself, sitting there going, I'm sad at my life and I am have low self-belief and I'm not, I don't think I'm awesome, I think I'm a loser. That's just you pandering to yourself. It takes strength to say, I'm fucking awesome. I realized that, you know, life is very confusing and it's hard to know what to do, but it's like, if you're gonna walk a path, then do the things to do it right. So I've chosen the path that I've chosen. So why sit in some weird murky kind of gray zone between black and white? If I'm gonna choose, then fucking do it. You know, at a certain point, you just, you you know, you make a a choice of how you're gonna live under the best information that you have at the time and then you live that out. You know, as a man, you are also here to fight as well. And to fight the bullshit that you see happening in the world. You you know, to fight the mediocrity and complacency and just shit sucking. Use all of your faculties, every faculty that you have, honing it, internally and externally, honing it, honing it, honing it, to get it to that level and just continually sharpening the sword, the inner sword, but also your outer abilities, just sharpening it. And that's, that's life for me. But in my experience, stepping up and developing yourself involves a lot of great wins and thrills and euphoria, but it also involves a lot of harsh looking at yourself, like really looking at yourself in the mirror and questioning yourself. You know, over time I would realize this shit can't do anything. It's just stimulus. It's just fucking stimulus. And then what you learn is that it's who you became as a person and the value that you contribute that really can make you happy. You know, just make the right decisions, execute, keep improving, and uh, things can be fun. But living it actually means facing harsh truths about yourself. It means looking at yourself in a critical way. It means getting upset. It is, it's just painful, right? The growth is painful. Um, those things that were hard resulted in where I'm at today. Ultimately, for me, I think like the, the decision that I've made is like, happiness to me, like what I'm happiest, is when I'm pushing towards that. To make that variable, which is you
8: powerful, here's something to consider. It's called the four ifs that make life worthwhile. Here's the first one. Life is worthwhile if you learn, you've got to have the information. Uh, without information, our dreams die. We don't have the chance to capitalize on opportunity without the information. So you have to learn. You have to know it's very important to make life worthwhile. First, you've got to know. We learn first from other people's experiences that come along and teach us like HBN, like the workshops, like the classes, like the seminars being done around the world. One unique way of learning from other people. But also you've got to learn from yourself. You know, if you've had a poor week, just sit down and go over that week and say, what mistakes did I make? What did I leave undone that I should have done? Here's a couple of things. If I would have done this, I'm telling you, it would have been a different week. If you'll treat it that serious, uh, you can learn whatever it takes to make your life worthwhile. Next, life is worthwhile if you try. You got to do something uh, with what you've learned, put it to work. We can share ideas all day long, but they have no power to create an organization. The ideas have no power to build a city, no power to conquer disease, no power to bring health, no power to change people's lives unless The ideas are put to work unless somebody makes a phone call, unless somebody conducts a meeting, unless somebody talks person to person, unless somebody writes a letter, unless somebody takes action, ideas are neglected, they gather dust, they serve no purpose. So life is worthwhile, first of all, if you learn and second, if you try. And if you try and it doesn't work out at first, you simply try again. There's more than one way up the mountain. There's more than one way to solve the problem. Try it again. Next, life is worthwhile if you stay. You just have to hang in there. Life is like seasons. You plant in the spring, but you don't plant one day and reap the harvest the next day. It takes time. Some people plant in the spring and they leave in the summer. The weather's a little too hot. The summer's a little too long. You know, the bugs are a little too ferocious. The weeds are everywhere. But you have to learn not only to plant in the spring, but to stay through the summer. It takes time for someone to change. It takes time for someone to comprehend. So you have to have the patience to stay in the field until finally the harvest comes. And you got to have that kind of patience with yourself, right? You can't learn it overnight. You can't accomplish it overnight. But just as sure as the sun keeps rising and the seasons keep changing, uh, your life can take on new dimensions of opportunity. If you stay, Uh, you've got to stay until the game is finished. You know, what if the team is behind and they finally decide, Hey, we're not going to win this game. So we're out of here and they leave the field or they leave the court. See, we would run them out of town. If you've signed up to play the game, at least stay until that game is over. You don't have to play another game. But if you're signed up for this one, stay until it's finished. So learn to stay, learn to hang in there through the dark times, through the tough times, learning how to stay. That's part of being a leader. That's part of you being the variable. While others leave, you stay. While others have such a short list uh, They say there's not that many reasons to stay, they leave, you stay. Uh, For those who give up at the least little sign of difficulty, but you stay. That's what'll make the difference in your income versus everyone else's. Your ability to stay and see it through. Stay until your organization catches momentum. Uh, Stay until you've mastered the skill of doing the meetings, doing the training. Stay long enough until you're good at Sharing opportunities, sharing story, sharing testimonials, helping other people change their lives. Just hang in there. Your harvest will surely come. So life is worthwhile if you learn, it's worthwhile if you try, it's worthwhile if you stay. Here's the last one, life is worthwhile if you share. You gotta pass along what you know. Uh, Don't keep bottled up the good ideas that have come your way. Uh, My job is to get these notes into your notebook then it's your job to get those notes into someone else's notebook. Pass along the ideas. It'll help the country. It'll help the community. It'll help our industry. It'll help distributors all around the world. It'll help the distributors you're next to and those of so far away you cannot see if you will share. Unique thing about sharing. If you share, you create room for more to replace what you share. Uh, If a glass is full, if this cup is full, can you put any more in it? And the answer is yes, if you pour some out. So if you pour some out, now you've got room to expect some more. So if you share what you've got, that attitude of sharing, that attitude of passing it along, there's plenty more where it came from for you to share. But if you start sharing by some miracle process, Life opens up the windows, opens up the channels, and you'll start receiving even more if you share what you've got. That's why I'm here, Uh, for a self-interest reason, because if I share, sure enough, more ideas will flow. If I share with you what I've got, sure enough, I'll open up a place in my consciousness and in my life for more to be poured out upon my life. And so that's why I want to share. Yes, I do wish to help you. Yes, I do wish to lend a hand. I wish to inspire you. I wish to give you ideas that you can at least check them out and see if they might not work for you. But that's not the only reason. It's a self-interest reason because it says if you give, it isn't gone. If you give, it's invested. And sure enough, from sometimes strange sources, it comes back to you in ways that you never thought of if you develop this idea of sharing. So the variable can be you if you learn these four ifs that make life worthwhile.
9: How do you keep going? Why do you keep going? There's two sides of pain. There's one side of pain that's the suffering and the discomfort side of pain. But then there's another side of pain that's called effort, it's called glory. It's called if you can find a way to push through pain there's something greater on the other side of it. If the enemy within is controlled, then the enemy outside can do you no harm. It's time to say enough is enough. Stop feeling this way about yourself. Stop letting years and years of negative affect who you are now. You have the power to stop it. You gotta put your foot down and say that's it. Enough is enough. No longer am I going to listen to that voice inside my head telling me I'm nothing, telling me I'm weak, telling me I'm useless and today, and from every day after today, I'm going to start fighting back, I'm going to start doing what I want to do with strength and pride. I'm going to take on the world because that's what I'm made to do, that's what's inside me. You ain't the only one that feels or has ever felt helpless before, let me tell you. We've all been there, but what happens up until this point means nothing. It's what you do from this point on that's going to determine in the rest of your life. You can either be a victim of your life or the master of it. But the choice, that's down to you. When you lose, that's an opportunity to improve. That's not the time that you go sit over in the corner and feel sorry for yourself and make excuses as to why you lost. You gotta own the reasons that you lost. It's time to take ownership. Take full ownership of
5: your time, of your mind, of your day. It won't be easy. It will be hard because life is hard. And these challenges, they're going to do their best to take you down. Do not let them stand up, dig in, line up those problems and confront them, fight them. Do not let them bring you down. In fact, let the adversity you face today, turn you into a better person tomorrow. Lay hold of it. And when that thing tells you to quit, You look at it in his eye and say, I ain't going nowhere. I will break you before you break me. You will not defeat me. You will not destroy me. Some of you are so ignorant. You've been through so much hell. You gonna quit now. You should have quit 10 years ago. You don't quit now. It's the 10th round. And when you get to a certain level of success, it's about stamina. It's about you won't break me. You can't take me. I fought too long, I fought too hard. It's too late now. You should have broke me a long time ago. I'm unbreakable now. So in the future, you look back at these struggles and you say to them, thank you. You made me better.